Hey friends, it's Caleb, and it's Tuesday, August 23rd. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin is a best-selling author, international speaker, and global brand publisher. He's founder and executive director of Global Hope India and the CEO of Spirit Media. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Before starting today's episode, Kevin asked me to make sure you've heard about The Writer's Club with Kevin White. Kevin just finished writing his third book in three years. He can help you write your first or next book. The Writer's Club with Kevin White is a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Learn more at spiritmedia.us. That's spiritmedia.us. Today, Kevin is joined by Dr. James Jernigan of Cornerstone Chiropractic in Cary, North Carolina. James is a brother in Christ, friend, and board member for Global Hope India. Put your hands together and let's welcome Kevin and James to today's show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. I'm so excited for today's episode. I'm Kevin. This is my co-host, Dr. James. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great today. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining me. Thank you to everyone in the audience. If you're watching on YouTube, you can actually see us have this conversation. If you're listening wherever podcasts can be heard, thank you for being a part of the episode. Take time to subscribe, like, and comment. You can also email us at kevin at kevinwhite.us, and we would love your feedback and your suggestions. The last couple of weeks, we've been looking at the practical, fundamental question of life. What you looking for? What are you looking for? And we started by looking at the word answers because we're all looking at answers. The last couple of weeks, we looked at intimacy. And last week on the episode, we really saw a cycle of how we look for intimacy and God responds with, okay, uh, here's humility and here is thanksgiving because that leads to intimacy. And today we have a very similar cycle. And today's word is prosperity. What you looking for? Everyone on the planet is looking for prosperity. You may not like that word. You may not wake up in the morning and say, prosper me today, God. A lot of Christians don't because they feel like prosperity is a negative word. It leads to greed. It leads to corruption. And it could. You know, a lot of people back in the 80s when rock music was becoming uh, very popular or 70s, I guess, you know, said, don't dance. It leads to sex. Sometimes we can think prosperity The devil tricks us into thinking prosperity leads to greed and leads to corruption, and it absolutely can, but dancing's in the Bible. So you can't take out dancing and prosperity's in the Bible. You can't take it out. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15, God says, now I set before you life or death, prosperity or disaster, all that you would choose life. And so God right there establishes that those who choose life, are it's going to lead down a path of prosperity. I write about it in my third book. It's coming out in November. Watch your word. And I dedicate chapter three to the word prosperity. I don't know enough about prosperity. I hope you're a genius at it. I hope you're an expert at it. I find that there's a lot of people who don't really understand prosperity. A lot of businesses look for profit. And that's only a small small fraction of prosperity. God never said life leads to profit. That's sort of like 
asphalt in heaven, if you think about it. The gold that we seek here on earth is what God paid streets with in heaven. It's not a hard task for him. To us, it's, it's, a, it's a desired, impossible goal to have a safe full of gold or a Fort Knox full of gold, but it's nothing for God. It's only a small fraction of prosperity. And so God wants us to seek prosperity. This show is about helping you prosper in the presence of God. And so before I turn it over to Dr. James, I just want to introduce three P's that have just been pounded in my heart. And that is purity precedes prosperity. Purity precedes prosperity. What are you looking for? Prosperity. Whether you realize it or not, there is something, some way you're wanting to be prospered today. And God's response is, that's great. I made you for prosperity. Life leads to prosperity. However, purity precedes prosperity. If you really want prosperity, then you've got to submit to purity. Dr. James, take it away. One of my favorite things that you said, and it changed my life when the first time we talked about prosperity is you said, because we talked about how, you know, anytime that word's even, it's almost like a curse word in, in our church today. And you said, anybody who doesn't agree with prosperity or doesn't understand the value of it, anybody that doesn't understand that doesn't fully understand and comprehend grace. And they don't fully comprehend what God did, how Jesus paid the price for us. I mean, if we're talking about a bill for dinner and it's a hundred dollars and somebody picks up the tab for our hundred dollars, that's a big deal, right? That's like, we're super grateful. But when somebody, Jesus, dies on the cross, a gruesome, horrid death, and he paid this, paid the way for my past, present, and future sin. He cleared that. He cleared that debt. He paid that debt for me. Mm-hmm. The, when you fully understand that, and I don't think we'll ever fully understand that, but when we get a glimpse into how big that is, we'll realize that any other type of blessing that God gives us um, pales in comparison to an eternity. with unity with God. And so I think that one thing has changed my life and it will continue to change the way that I look at uh, prosperity and and different aspects of the Bible, different blessings that God gives us in the Bible and and different things. And so, and again, we're not only talking about like earthly things, we're talking about peace. We're talking about like, we're talking about prosperity uh, and abundance in the fruit of the spirit. We all want the fruit of the spirit. And so much of our life is surrounded by us trying to get things or accomplish things so that we can, as a result, get one of the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. We want those things. And we think that success in maybe business or success in relationships will get us those results. But the thing is intimacy with God as, an, as one with God, filled with the Holy Spirit, we exude, we prosper, and we are at an abundance of his fruit. But what do we do? We try to get more of his fruit, and we try to bypass intimacy. We try to bypass him, and we try to seek that from external things, and we always fall short. And that's why we always keep coming, crawling back, and we think, 
oh my goodness, I missed it. I missed the mark. And, and I say always, cause I think most people can relate that, uh, that we, we miss the priority of purity before prosperity of uh, intimacy with God before the fruit of the spirit. And so I think that once we, once we fully surrender to the fact that, I don't know, I also think that there's no um, big thing or small thing for God. I think there's just things right that he can do. And, and he doesn't see uh, the sun standing still. He doesn't stop the sun or he doesn't um, help you pay your utility bill. Like he, he doesn't see that one is harder than the other. He, he can do it. We are the ones that determine if something's a big thing or a small thing or something that we can handle or something that we only need God for. And once we really surrender to the fact that we need God for all of those things and that we actually get to, to walk intimately with God in all of those things, then we start to realize anybody that has a problem with prosperity, it's because they unfortunately have missed uh, an understanding of, of what it truly is. And, um, and what grace is. <clears throat> One other thing before I, I pass it back to you is that once we just fully surrender to the fact that we are loved and that, that's, that love is actually the greatest gift, the intimacy with God, we, we surrender to the fact that love is the greatest gift, then it puts it into perspective of other things that we ask God to because a lot of times, you know, when we're asking God for money, maybe it's money, like we're asking God for money, but really what we're looking for is security. Where's security found? In him. Really what we're looking for is significance or significance found in him. And so a lot of times when we're asking, we're asking from a wrong place. And I think that's why, you know, what you're talking about with purity preceding prosperity is because one, when purity comes first, then we have the right lens of what we're asking for. That doesn't mean that he doesn't really truly care about providing for you financially or really truly care about providing for you emotionally or physically or spiritually or wherever it is. It's that the purity comes from a place that you already have it all. And the God that loves you more than you could ever begin to comprehend knows those things as well and, and also wants to provide those things for you. So, so that's really what's on my heart when I, when I think about prosperity when i think about purity i think you know once we once we surrender to purity and god's goodness and his love and his gentleness and his faithfulness uh then we approach him you know we're not coming with a bunch of lists we have lists he knows the lists but we're coming to him with our true authentic self and we're completely transparent and vulnerable and then from that place that's where his provision Mm -hmm. I appreciate all of that. And I, I want to just take a moment and talk practically about purity precedes prosperity. Earlier, Dr. James was talking in one of the previous episodes about that the, the night before how his daughter was up at 1 a.m. until 5 a.m. As a parent, you lose sleep because uh, of having an infant and a one-year-old in your home. Purity precedes prosperity. My wife was diagnosed with cancer back in December, and since then, she's had five weeks of radiation. Purity precedes prosperity. Uh, she's had surgery. Purity precedes prosperity. Her wound opened up after surgery. It's been two months of having to pack the wound and wait for it to close back up. Purity precedes prosperity. We can see these as negative, painful things of our life, and what God sees is 
purity precedes prosperity. Dr. James loves his daughter and can't wait to, well, he probably can wait to walk her down the aisle, but there will be days of lavished prosperity in Dr. James's life as a result of his daughter growing up and bearing grandchildren and marrying and all of that. Purity precedes prosperity. I have a friend who raised his children and really, he would say that he didn't do the best job that he could have because some of those years were before he really gave his heart to the Lord. And one of his sons is struggling and he took his grandsons into their home. And now they're at approaching retirement age and they're watching these two young boys in their home. And it's tough. It's exhausting. Purity precedes prosperity. All of us want prosperity, and yet God shows us that purity precedes prosperity. I've invested a lot of time and money in spirit media, and I've sought to honor God with every investment. And I come to places where I'm at the end of myself. I'm tired, and I'm really counting on God to do the things that only God can do. And I'm hearing God's promises over my life and over my family and over, over spirit media. But these investments are hard. Purity precedes prosperity. And I think we could pass the mic and Dr. James could share some things and everyone in the audience could share some things. But I think it will change your perspective if you'll get what God sees when he looks upon our pain. The cross, as I talked about earlier, the cross, there was a triumphal entry into Jerusalem because Jesus was, hand, was headed to Golgotha to be crucified on a cross. Purity precedes prosperity. When Jesus was carrying the cross to Golgotha to be crucified, God already saw the upper room on the day of Pentecost and how the Holy Spirit would descend upon the church then. Purity precedes prosperity. And so when, when the doctors say to my wife, you're battling cancer right now, God is saying, I'm going to use this to bring you to a place of prosperity. I've already seen it in her health, in her life. Even if someone's cancer diagnosis ushers them into heaven, purity precedes prosperity. And I just think it would really, it would really change a lot of our perspectives if we could just hear God and what he sees when he says that to us, because it has been well said that prosperity without purity is disastrous. And God loves us too much to let that happen. And so wherever you are today, in your sense of purity, and if you don't sense it today, it's probably coming tomorrow on this side of eternity, you're never going to graduate from purity school. It will not happen until you're in heaven. As long as you're here on earth, there is going to be areas that God's going to want to purify. God's going to want to reveal himself in the midst of human need because purity precedes prosperity. Dr. James, any final words before we wrap up? You said it perfect. That was great. Well, praise the Lord for that. I hope we have taken time right before we end the last couple of episodes and just really brought it down to agreement statements. 
And I hope that you will agree as a result of this episode that you want the prosperity that can only be found in the presence of God. You were created to want it, to seek it, to go after it. And Jesus says, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these other things will be added simply because you want to be prospered and prosperity can only be found in the presence of God. I hope you will agree you want prosperity. I hope you will agree with God. Okay, then come to me. That's where you're going to get it. And that you will agree that God will always love you enough to purify you in order to prepare you for prosperity. He did it to Jesus who humbled himself and gave up his own life in our place, my place, Dr. James' place, your place, so that he could prosper us. And he's going to do it in our lives as well. The Holy Spirit is with us. God is with us. And purity precedes prosperity. Will you agree? Saying amen is so be it. That's a, a sign of agreement. So I hope that everyone has a resounding amen. We'll see you back next week on The Kevin White Show. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to The Kevin White Show. Don't forget to visit spiritmedia.us for the Writers Club with Kevin White, a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Visit spiritmedia.us today. Visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's free daily one-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Kevin's books, Audacious Generosity and Get to the Point, are available in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us, worldwide on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and everywhere books are sold. Your five-star review on Amazon will be greatly appreciated. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Kevin White International Incorporated. All rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of prosperity from God. Remembering God's greatest gift is His very own presence, made possible through Jesus Christ. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show. Connect with Kevin now at kevinwhite.us. Kevin White.us.